to Ready, Set, Review, your favorite podcast for movies, music, comics, and culture. I'm Anthony. And I'm Matt. And today we have an awesome, awesome show for you. Um, Okay, true reviewers, buckle up because we are live at The Hollow today. (laughs) We are here with one of the most amazing local bands, Mama Drama. Yes, welcome, ladies. Welcome. Uh, So this is incredible. Um, The first thing I just want to say is I was a little thrown off when we got here because normally when Anthony and I have guests on, we are usually ones doing the hosting. So I usually ask in advance what everybody likes to drink, what we're going to do, you know? And I was like so thrown off today because it was a really busy day and I'm driving here and I'm like, shit, I didn't bring any booze. I like forgot. I didn't know what we were walking into. And we walk into just like this epic home with a full bar behind us <laughs> and like within within two seconds yeah i had a beer in my hand within a couple of minutes oh my god we're moms we know how to host yeah we've got some goldfish we have it oh man this is great okay so let's let's get the let's get the easy stuff out of the way let's go down the table please introduce yourselves for the listeners and tell us what you play in the band hi everyone my name is carrie Bellog and I play the guitar. Hi, my name is Beth Herbrook and I'm the uh, band rodeo clown. <laughs> she sings. That's she not sing true. Sing sing Same thing, right? Yeah. Juggler. Juggler. <laughs> so my name is Kim Grigoli and I play the keyboards. I'm Renee Dorsky and I'm the bass player. <laughs> Maria Rystrom and I play drums. Yeah. That is awesome. Yes, she does. She does. So, so welcome, ladies, again. We're very excited to be here. Um, just a, a quick context on how this whole thing came together. Um, so back in April, you guys played the Mullet Cast live event, and um, I was there uh, with Ming just as a guest, to checking everything out. Um, love the guys on the Mullet Cast and their podcasting. They're like, oh, we got music to play. And I was like, oh, they got fans. Awesome. And a couple bands came on. They were, like, awesome. Like, the Mother Lead band was there. They were incredible. Yeah. And then you ladies came on stage. And I was like, what is going on here? And prior to that, I was outside smoking a cigarette with Maria. And she was like, oh, yeah, I'm in the band. We're going to play. I'm like, what band? She goes, Mama Drama. I'm like, that's a cool name. And she's like, yeah, we're all moms. I'm like, come again? (laughs) So you gave me the gimmick. And I was like, I got to see this. And I was blown away watching you guys play. And I'm texting Anthony furiously. Like, I'm sitting at home. Unfortunately, I had a late night at work. So I couldn't make the the show. And all of a sudden, it's just a flurry of text messages. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We've got to get these guys on the podcast we've got to get them on the podcast he's like like, they're amazing he's like like, they're awesome they're so good they're so good so yeah so 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 tell us tell us the story ladies how did the band come together i mean i know the story but i want the listeners to hear yeah Who's yeah. the storyteller? Who, who, who tells the best story? Okay, okay, Carrie. Oh, no pressure. Um, <laughs> no pressure. We're all so, watching. So, um, so uh, Lake House Music Academy in Asbury Park is awesome, and we all had our kids taking music lessons there. So they were all in bands, and so we were hanging out, you know, week after week. And so, um, you know, then someone said, "Oh, you know, there are adult sessions at night." If you even if you don't play an instrument, you can join. And we're like, ha ha ha! Wouldn't that be so funny if we started a mom band, you know? And then John, who's the uh, you know the owner, he's like, yeah, you guys are coming in next week. I got you a babysitter. We're starting. And so we come in. We're all nervous, and you know, I, I took guitar. Pam Flores. <laughs> oh yeah, Pam yeah. Flores was our babysitter for the for the kids. Yeah. Okay. So um, you know, so thanks to Lake House and the you know amazing opportunity, um, we got together. And the first time, you know, we just learned three 
three chords each. And we're like, we can do this. And all of a sudden we're looking around and we're like, oh my God, we're playing it a song. It was like magic. Like, it was like <laughs> the most magical feeling. And we continued to do that every single week for three years. Yeah. Wow. And wow. we were so dedicated and passionate that we got to a point where we said we want to start, you know, gigging. So that's the cool thing about yeah. this. So bef prior to that, none of you, right, played an instrument, right? Mm, or no. sort well, of, or, kinda. Yeah, no. Two years ago. I never played yeah. bass. Yeah. I was the first time I picked up bass for a while. Okay, okay. Piano for a while. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think we and Kim has background yes. too. Yeah, I played okay. piano. Yeah. Never touched yeah. really keyboard, but played piano classically. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And Kim was actually okay. a, a part of Lake House. Like she, she yes. taught there, and she was a big part of the elementary programs over there. That is so cool. She was one of our teachers. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't. I wasn't. Has everyone been around the music industry like your your like entire life, or like how? Where did the passion come from yeah. for music? I mean, yeah, I, like I know mine. I know. I feel like it's well, no, a story. I was, I was literally just talking with Maria about this outside smoking a cigarette before okay. we started. I was like, okay. I, like, I want to hear a... each member's individual story. What got you into music? Like, what was the, the catalyst? So who wants to go first? Because I love these. are my oh, favorite wow. stories. Yeah. Maria, please. That's such a story. Yeah. Yes. Um, let's see. Well, I've always loved music. I've always been into music. But... Uh, I never really had like the opportunity, I guess, to take lessons or you know just find my way into a, a music school or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So when my son was three, we bought him a drum set, like the little ninety-nine dollar drum drum kits. Yeah, and I set it up in the basement, and he didn't seem that interested, and uh, I started going down there to show him how to play, just to get him excited about it. So I started to hit it, and eventually I started to make a beat that sounded like something. And <laughs> then I was like, wow, <laughs> this is fun. I actually kind of like this. So I went on Craigslist and bought myself a cheap drum kit to just put in the corner of the basement that fit me. Nice. And then, um, I don't know. I mean, I've messed around with guitar a lot, but uh, I think drums was the thing that I needed, yeah. I guess, to express myself. Drum that way, Drum yeah. So um, I'm beat the brat. Yeah, I was gonna say you just need to hit yeah. something, right? Yeah. You know, I was in the basement. I was gonna say it's just the stress of being a mom. Three you know, kids. Just gonna hit something. So um, then I called. That's I called Lake House right. and I signed myself up for just drum lessons, and um, oh, I, I was doing that, that for about a month. Okay. And then uh, the music director there, Albie, is the one who um, got me. To meet with these girls one night, and then that's that's what happened there. That's awesome. So that's so yeah, cool. That's amazing. I just yeah. you know, it's just one of those things. Like I, I I don't think I ever really thought about being a drummer or being in a band. Yeah, but it just kind of happened. It just something sparked. Yeah, yeah. at yeah, the right that's time. Amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. Sometimes when you find your your group, you find your you know your your tribe, so to speak. Yeah, right. You know, that's mm -hmm. just so that's just true. what happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. My all right, my turn. Okay, yeah. so, so um, I always grew up with with music, and I think like when I was young, I would go and I would. Uh, well, when I was real little, I grew up with a single father who was like obsessed with whatever the new stereo system was. We didn't have much money. He was like a mechanic. Same thing. I never had the opportunity to take lessons or okay. Um, 
kind of like feed that interest or any interest. <laughs> but um, he would always like have these crazy one time. Like I don't remember. Like I'm, I'm not gonna say when because it will date me like crazy. But he'd have all these speakers in in the living room, and I remember him putting on like Pink Floyd. I think it's the wall. Yeah, the Wall album where there's that helicopter part. Yeah, Right, and he would get all the all these speakers hooked up. He's like, all right, lay down, and he'd make me lay down with him in the middle of the floor. Now, <laughs> Yeah, and my dad comes to every show, and he'd be like, "Listen to that." I mean, it's pretty trippy for like a five-year-old to be like, "Whoa, we're on a helicopter." Um, But there was feel the vibes, just feel the vibes. But I think there was that deep bass rhythm there. And then as I came into that time when my friends and people around me were picking up instruments, I picked up the wrong instruments. I tried to, I wanted to play the violin. I grew up in okay. South Jersey. I grew up in like Pinehurst. I was like, I'm, I'm gonna play the fiddle. I'm gonna make it cool. I mean, I don't know. Like, I really thought that's what I was meant to play. And I'm six foot tall. You can't see. And I have these giant hands. And it was a fucking giraffe. It was like this giant, awkward giraffe trying to, I don't know, what I, whatever. Trying to play a fiddle. Um, so I gave that up and then I tried guitar and now everyone around me at the same time, I happened to be surrounded around the most gifted, natural musicians to the point where it was like, what's the point even playing? Because they're so good. Aren't those people just the most insufferable bastards? Like, you're sitting there like practicing like, five God. hours a day and you can't get the chord down. They're yeah. just like, yeah. oh, how do I do this? Oh, there it is. <laughs> so rather than trying, I'd be like, I, I would go to shows and I, you know, my grandma always told me, don't date the drummer, but I always did. <laughs> As a drummer, I can tell you that's good advice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but I think I was really like uh, I would dance at every show we ever go to and I always would dance at anything so I think I was always linked to that rhythm but I never had I guess it was ego and I don't know I never had the balls I never to drop I had to drop all that and 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 try it uh, I even had the opportunity I mean this is a crazy story I lived when I was 20 years old I had left school long story but I moved up to Woodstock following an ex-boyfriend who oh, had moved there, I know. The dreaded mistake. Yeah. Oh, of course, oh, he was know. a musician, right? I was such a romantic, you know, I needed to know. But I, um, you know, he was in a band, he still lives up there, and um, actually we went to, we um, left, we kind of got, that was a lot, we, for a little while, I, we moved out and we were staying at Levon Helm's studio at Whoa. his house. Wow. And I helped out doing like running for the artist um, when they would come through. It's when they started doing, I don't know if you guys are fans of him, but they started the Midnight Rambles. Oh and, yeah, for sure. Yes, yeah, so I was there when they started doing that. Um, and uh, I would help out his wife, Sandy. I would go get her grocery shopping and whatever she needed and um, just hang out at the studio and Levon would wake up in the morning. He's like, morning, honey, how's it going? And he'd be like, he's like, and he just would come and tell us these stories and then just sit down and jam. And it was, it was such a, like all these different artists would come and they would just start jamming all night. And like, you know, it was, it was, it was, amazing but it's also almost almost too overwhelming yeah so i would just be there and i would be like dancing he thought it was so funny like he gets such a kick out of me dancing that i i, I it was i wish that i would have had the like the guts to be like hey levon show me you know but uh, <laughs> i don't know i just was like oh you know so i i was always around i had a great musicians you know and it wasn't until 
the base was put into my hands. So it was, you know, Lake, I do thank Lake House for that being like here. And it was funny as a joke. And I, after being a mother, you lose a lot of, um, I don't know, <laughs> a lot of your ego. You're yeah, kind of like, yeah. you're like, you know, wiping butts and like, <laughs> I don't know, like all these things happen to you and you're just like, whatever, fuck it up. All right, I'm in a bed. Yeah, and they put the base on my hand. It was that, for, uh, and it was like the first time, as crazy as it sounds, I was like, this is the instrument I was meant to play. Yeah. Yeah. It only took me until yeah. I was like 30 something years old to find it. <laughs> That's now, awesome. Was it always was rock like, and roll that you played or did you uh, did you play blues? Did you play, like what was like the first genre of music that you played basically? Well, with these guys, it was really about like whatever easy thing we could learn that was a couple chords. Okay. But I think I'm a very eclectic music yeah, listener. Okay. okay. I think like, I, I mean, I really, covet and love I inherit all my father's records of like I have like a bunch of Grateful Dead and I have like Jefferson Airplane oh, so cool. but I have like I love like classic rock but then I also I used to love like crazy jazz when I, it depends yeah. on my mood you know yeah, yeah, I, sure. I loved sure. I was a 90s kid so I love going to raves but probably love <laughs> back then no wonder you played bass yeah yeah i loved like yeah like that crazy like whatever it was jungle and chirp hop and all that yeah. stuff yeah i love dance that's i love dancing best, that's like the where the for me that's where yeah. the best musicians come from is having that broad spectrum of music because oh, yeah. you can't just I mean, you, you can, I guess, derive all your influences from kind of one area, but yeah. I've always found that it's better to just broaden your spectrum. When people get in my car, they're confused by what I actually like. <laughs> yeah, it's quite an eclectic I just, mix. Yeah, I just really have my is. shuffle no, on on my Google Play then with I all like, my like songs. I like Patsy Klein too, so I mean, well, it's a rainy though. day, I yeah. was like, oh God, yeah. tell me. Yeah, I go from like Janis Joplin to Kiss to yeah. Alice Cooper to Judas yeah. Priest to like yeah. Green Sky Bluegrass to back yeah. to B.B. Yeah. King, Absolutely. you know, like all the way around to Frank Sinatra and everyone's like, what the fuck is going on? I, I, I swear, I think we listened to Little Smokies, Kiss, and um, yeah. yeah, like all in the same car. Ride. I'm like Lead yeah. Belly. I'm yeah, like, exactly. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I think I've been in. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, I, I've heard that maybe Kim could next talk. So her back. I don't know. I've heard that sometimes. I don't know if this is true, but some it's there's a certain age you are that like whatever music you were listening to kind yeah. of imprints in you and like yeah. that's the yeah. right oh yeah i'm yeah. 13 14 so oh i don't know i'm all oh. guns and roses poison Ooh, yeah, yeah. Oh. way to go i was, nice like, I was like, listening to like rap i don't know <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's the bait yeah. <laughs> exactly i was like we're reason to play bass yeah no yeah i don't know your kim what's your history with yeah let's hear let's hear kim so my history's a little bit different but um so i grew up i started taking piano lessons when i was probably around seven years old okay and i followed that traditional path of you know learning the lessons She's and then I here. played um, classically uh, okay. and then when Nerd. I was <laughs> <laughs> She's not, she is but, I, but I loved it my grandfather lady. actually played like Carnegie Hall as a kid and he was wow. supposed to really wow. travel the world and then he ended up injuring his hands and you know so he was never able to play so I was kind of that was a connection that I had with him which was really cool we always had wow. like that music thing so that was something that was so dear to my heart but um loved playing the piano loved playing classical never knew this other world of like bands and keyboards really yeah. existed for me um, when I was about 14 years old I started giving piano lessons my piano teacher's like hey you know you could do this you're good with kids and kind of had that natural teacher thing going okay. and so I started teaching and by the time I was in high school I had like 
40 students a week, probably making more wow. money than Holy I was cow. now. You're like, it was cash. Yeah. So I was just like, do wow. my thing. Wow. And I just, um, I so that's that. what I was doing. Like babysitting and piano lessons. Yeah, yes. it's kind of yes. like a Which co- is great. combination. Wow. Yeah. That's but, the funny uh, thing about pianos. Like people, like when you're, when, like when you're kids, you don't think of piano as like a rock and roll instrument. Right. Yeah. Because you're, like you said, you're right. taking those classical yeah. lessons. Yes. And then yeah. one day someone introduces you to like Jerry Lee Lewis or Little Richard. And you're like, oh, holy shit. Wait, yeah. this yeah. is awesome. Really cool. Exactly. Yeah. Are you kidding? This day, it's like Alicia Keys. You know, I get upset or if, you know, a breakup or whatever, you know, I'd just go and like pound the yeah. shit out of the piano and that would be like my outlet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just love that and I love teaching. So that's what mm-hmm. I did. And it was one of those things. It was like a blessing and a curse, I think, because I had it when I was younger. My parents were like, oh, well, that's what you do, but you need something else. Like, what else are you going to do? So I ended up going into um, education and then I went into teaching, which is wonderful. And I love doing that. But I always felt like that music was like such a big part of me. And it was like, oh, I was always unsure what to do. And then I started working over. um, I taught in Madawan for 14 years. Okay. Okay. And then, um, you know, it was difficult with the family and, you know, the way things are and it kind of took a little bit of a break and then the opportunity at Lake House Music Academy presented itself and I decided to take on a position there to run their elementary programs okay. and run their baby classes and they have the cadets class where we put like three to five year olds on instruments at a young mm-hmm. age and then um, I was introduced to these lovely ladies and um, <laughs> you know when they said oh you know you could play in a band and I'm like oh I can't. Wait a second. Jesus. So I went home and I'm like, oh, guess what? I'm in a mom band. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing what? And it's my favorite thing to say to everybody now. And like, this is what I do. Parents. So, yes. So now I, um, I <laughs> took a position over at Spring Lake High School. I'm a kindergarten teacher. That's and awesome. I have, um, I'm learning guitar because I'm just so inspired now with all these instruments. Yeah. And just, it's amazing that you're never too old to learn. And, yeah, totally. You know, if you have the desire and you have the passion, you mm-hmm. just, you can do it. Yeah. So I have my guitar with my kindergarten class every morning and, you know, have my mom band and I love to tell That's probably the funniest thing for people when you say you're in a mom band, they probably picture one thing. Yeah, it's and then completely they actually see you different. Guys and they're yeah. like, oh. It's like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait, no. Like, yeah. These guys are no joke. Yeah. It's like, oh, like, shit. Yeah, because like your, your vest is just... I, yeah. I kind of want it. I don't think I can fit into it. <laughs> but like, yeah. Wait, is it really? Is it really? Oh my I was going to say, like, it looks like you've had it for a little while. stitched it with while. dental floss. Oh, she's so crafty. And actually my so kids bad. tell me that I'm too old for it. She's like, you're too old. I mean, you no way. No, you're just they're the right age. Me, no, they're telling me that they want it. <laughs> I, I, used to have, I used to have one like that for my last band. I bought it, yeah. um, I think like a Hot Topic or something, which is like a regular denim vest. Yeah. And I wasn't paying attention, but I, I bought like a woman's Hot size. Cool. And everybody would, always, everybody would always tell me, like I put all this shit on and everyone's like, that vest is like, like kind of snug on you. Yeah. It's like, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, like, kind of snug on you. It's I know it's like, it's like a little tight. nipple. I'm like, no, 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 it's like, yeah. Yeah, but that's even more punk rock. You're like, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ladies' vest. Hell yeah, bitch. Tommy Lee used to wear like women's pants, like so it's fine. I can can get around. A lot skinnier than I am. Yeah, Yeah, you've never tried to break out the leather pants, so thank goodness for that. There's still time, right? They're too hot. Although Jackie may want you to one night. Oh, God. 
Yeah. All right, you're next. What's your right. story? This is fun. Yeah. I never had to learn it so much. I didn't even know. Right? <laughs> this is Meet the Band. Nothing is off topic. This is the behind the music edition of Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. Um, I also grew up playing a whole bunch of piano. I am from Atlanta, born and raised in the South, and my first memory of music is definitely. Annie and watching a whole bunch of musicals. I think oh, my nice. parents oh, just nice. like pushed a whole bunch of music <laughs> and performance. And the first, uh, the story they share every time I go back home is um, when I was three, I told my mother to sit down and I took the drapery cord and I said, sit down and I'll tell you when to clap. So apparently <laughs> there was a little bit of theatrics in my life from a very early age, but piano was the first thing that I jumped on and I um, also played through high school and um, accompanied a lot of um, choirs and choruses and I sang my whole life in in the church. I feel like I should put on a southern accent, but oh. I, I sang in the church forever and ever from and Atlanta. I sang in choruses. Wow. I'm from Atlanta and Florida New Orleans. So I sang forever and ever and ever and then, um, but I loved everything. I was like raving and playing guitar and listening to Indigo Girls because I'm from Atlanta, but I was nice. also listening okay. to okay. Pat's okay. Klein. So I was listening to everything under the sun from like Lemonheads to Bjork. I was the biggest Morrissey obsession. I was obsessed with music was the the language that I understood yeah. forever. There was there was music, there was rhythm, and that's there was I joke now, but when I was pregnant with my first son, I would sit on the floor and pray that he was born with rhythm. I was like, I don't know what to do with a kid that does not have rhythm. I don't know that language. So like there is just there's something about music that um, has just saved my butt many, many times. So there was a uh, one particular ex boyfriend that told me at a particular time in high school when I was in a band. So I, I was in um, a crazy band in high school and we played um, a pep rally at a basketball game nice, and nice. we oh, played our, our, so our cool. senior, um, our graduation <laughs> party and we played everything from fish to like, oh god, we played Mazzy Star. It was high school. Wow. So it's like, I'll sing Mazzy Star and then I'll yeah, sing like, your like, fish song <laughs> and then we'll sing we just were like, whatever, yeah, what do you yeah. like, drummer? what do you like basses and we just like smushed all together so we figured it out and I was in a high school band and I had a, a really ex-boyfriend that showed up that <laughs> night and he was like you know what I heard your voice sucked and you guys sucked and I actually stopped singing then and I stopped oh, for oh, no. for kind of forever yeah. Wow. Yeah. until I met these ladies wow. again and I'm not gonna cry on the this podcast but I kind of forget how yeah. we met because I actually did not have kids that were taking lessons at Lake House yeah. so so somehow I got lassoed in might and it might have been you, you yeah. but someone was like do you sing and I was like I somehow <laughs> must of. have like been a ghost raising my hand but like yeah. talking about checking sure. all the like boxes <laughs> like this has saved I think oh God, we could all be like this has saved us so much but I I think I did not realize until we all got together and we started gigging out more mm -hmm. that um yeah, I have missed this for 20 something years, yeah. like yeah. big time. Yeah, so that's sure. probably why like the theatrics are so big and the energy is big and like the makeup <laughs> and costumes are as yeah. much as everything. Cause yeah. it's like fucking therapy and kickboxing yeah. and yeah. marriage counseling <laughs> and best friend Sick sleepovers. Kids. It's like, <laughs> and it taps into high school fucking shit, it taps into yeah. all of it. So there is yeah, a lot. You, the I don't think you had any idea what you were getting into <laughs> no. when you asked. Yeah. 
they know we yeah, did that. Yeah, it, it's it's a lot. Like, right there, girl. Yeah, <laughs> that's, give me a microphone. Give me a microphone. But there was there was a lot that I did not realize how much I missed it, and it's fucking fun. That's it's awesome. So fun. Yeah, it's like there. And and talking about you know like what it, what's the genre and what do you listen? I mean, I think that's what's really interesting as a band. I think we're learning a lot even right mm-hmm. now about our backgrounds, but trying yeah. to figure out. What's our what's our sound? So we started out doing covers mm-hmm. at Lake House, and that mm-hmm. was kind of you know that was that was like the formula, you mm-hmm. know, and it was putting new instruments in people's hands and like okay, what can we cover and what can we <laughs> play out, not embarrass ourselves? Like what you know, what can we do? And they were oh, the there was a lot of help in that structure. Mm-hmm. So now that we've been playing together for this long and practicing more and and figuring out kind of you know what our role is, now we've been writing originals. We're like, what's our voice? Are we yeah. punk? It's also, we I think we've gotten better. Get, so we absolutely. have a, every, yeah. every, every, absolutely. You get better, you get more freedom. So mm-hmm. trying to yeah, find definitely. Sound. And we have yeah, voices. Absolutely. Like, you want to really mm-hmm. say what we need to say. Yeah. And with the originals, yeah. you originals get, are the most fun to play. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 And that's how the and best songs get written when everybody sort of has input in it. Those yes. are the way the best songs get written when everybody's individual voice comes through. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, I feel like it's the cover that draws in the audience, right? And it gets them to say, well, and it gets them to say, like, okay, this band is no joke. This is actually a pretty cool band. But then it's, it's, it's the it's the originals that really keep them there. And that's right? where we you know? are right now. Is yeah. And depending on where you're playing, if you're playing like a dive bar or a bar, like if someone's like, oh, I love a song, yeah. you know, and then they brings them in. Yeah, exactly. And you actually hit on something really interesting that I that I've always like preached in all of my bands and any band I go see is the, the performance and the theatrics mm. of it. Oh, absolutely. I don't care. I lost it really is. Yeah. Like, I don't care. I've seen bands where I love their music, but when I go to see them live sometimes, I won't go see them again because it's just, you know, four or five dudes sitting there on stage and just sit, standing there playing. Like, yeah. literally. Oh, yeah. It's like, I could, I could be at home oh, listening yeah. to this on an iPod. Yeah. So we yeah. recently played out at, at, a, uh, at the uh, Atlantic Highlands Chili Fest for a whopping, <laughs> whopping 11 people in the crowd. It's like the first act. Um, but we... It was at um, 5 p.m. Yes. 5, 5 p.m. At a, yes. but it's at a ball yeah, exactly. at a long time. But one of the best... I think that was an event um, that Will did. Comments, one of, one of the feedback that was really interesting is somebody came up later and said, you know what, you guys are bringing back the like glam rock. Yes, like, yes. And it's yes. not yes. hair band, it's the glam rock. And yeah. there's something about like... I, and maybe it's just me, which it's the rodeo clown part of me, and I do like being on the stage, but like, there's something about like, I wanna fucking have fun. And yeah. I am up here, yeah. and yes. yes, music can be serious, but we're not serious. And yeah. we have a lot of things going on in our day, yeah. and there are full-time jobs, and business owners, and kids, and, and marriages, kids and, and kids. laundry, yeah. and there is so much going on. So when we're on stage, I'm not having fun and they're not having fun, that blows. What are we doing? It's a waste of time and it's a waste of like the audience's time. So I feel like the entertainment is something that's just like, let's include everybody and we're having a good time. Because if we're too serious, I don't have room and time to be snobby. I don't care. I'm not good enough to be snobby at that, you know, like bitchy as fuck but I I think that the experience and if people can walk away and laugh and think that that was fun yeah dude done that's yeah. that's that's perfect yeah, that's yeah. exactly like, what you want there's something about yeah. the camp I like camp yeah, yeah. I like kitschy and camp <laughs> no I, I I totally agree I'm, I'm just like that is for that's for me the best way to view music mm-hmm. is like in that thing show. you're yeah. coming yeah. to see yeah. a 100%. show 100% yeah. like nothing yeah. irritates not me more than like not just music it's a show yeah, yeah like when I, when I go see a band and like they all come on stage and they're all wearing jeans 
jeans and like black t-shirts. Oh Everybody in the band. And I'm just like, oh God, come on. It's like, I didn't come to see Nickelback. Like, you know, yeah. it's like, oh, Unless Steve Matthews band. Like, yeah, exactly. Oh. Are you guys fans of the struts? I'm just curious. Uh, I like them. Okay, I was gonna say. I like, I like the whole show. You know? Yeah, I was gonna yeah, say. Yeah, they're like one of my favorite bands right now. You know, so we're like huge fans of the Struts. We yeah. just went to see yeah. them at Sea Here Now. Yeah. That was I want his entire closet. Oh my right? god, I want they're amazing! Time. Right? I want so his capes. Amazing. I want yeah. his pants. I want his boots. I want his hairstylist. I, yeah. And that's that's what we love about them is because they actually put on a show. A show, you know. Got to be British for that. I love it. Yes, yes. I mean, Matt went to see Kiss like six times this summer for their like final tour. Their you know, oh, yeah. amazing. I, I, spent six final I spent the absurd amount of money of kiss tic- on kiss tickets this year. <laughs> I love that. So you mentioned see here now, and the stress yeah. were as badass, and that and St. Paul and the Broken Bones. They right? were so yeah. good. They were great. So good. A show. There's yep. like sparkles and glitter, but you're like passing a message, and you're bringing everybody in. There's mm-hmm. something about the like. It's a whole experience, right? Mm-hmm. But that there's there's different things. Like there's there's one listening to music, and you've got your headphones on, and you're driving your car. If you're going out to see live music, I want to be pulled in. Yep. Oh, yeah, and that's absolutely. a very yeah. different experience like, from like no. being in a gym or driving your car, or walking around with like listening to music. But when you're on stage, like put on the shiny sparkly cape or like yeah. bring me out, cat throw suit. a beer at cat me suit. or like yeah. do, you know, get <laughs> the me cat involved. Suit. No, yeah. Yeah. Bring out the yeah. cat suit. Like yeah. move it bring out. Bring it out. I want to be. You just to get into it. I got to get in there. I think there's like, I like the theatrics in it as yeah. much as I love the music. I mean, but, I... Yeah, yeah. 100%. I, mean, I, I read that in the, in the Motley Crue autobiography. They talked about how they used to have to like vasoline themselves Ooh. up to like yeah. get into their leather yeah, pants. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. They're so freaking oh tight. Can you imagine <laughs> pulling those up over leg hair? Yeah. I can't even... No, I can't. No, no, no. It, it would rip my... I'm an no, Italian. I absolutely shave my legs just, if I yeah. had to do it. Like, it wouldn't work for me. I would have no leg hair left. It's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we have over... Oh, no. We have one more story to tell. No, okay. I'll try to be short. Um. So I started out, I guess my first um, memory of music is um, Billy Joel's Stranger album on an eight track in my dad's red van. Um, And so we would listen over and over again. Um, (laughs) And so my parents were our musicians. So my dad is um, an amazing guitar player. He was also in an acapella group called the Shore Tones, S-H-O-R-E. Awesome. Nice. And so they used to play, I don't know if you remember the Yakety Yak Cafe in Ocean Township. I'm dating myself. But my, we would go watch my dad perform with his group <laughs> yeah. of, you know, I five know. guys singing doo-wop. Um, and my dad also went to Woodstock. So I was obsessed with so all cool. that music. And he's an amazing painter. And he's an amazing yes. really? painter, too. Oh, awesome. um, and my mom's a piano player. So every Sunday night we would have dinner at my grandparents house with the cousins and we would all gather around the piano and my mom and my aunt would play so we would be singing every sunday night like all these songs um and they tried to get me to do piano lessons i tried it but i decided to be the dancer and i didn't do piano and i always regretted it um and then uh i you know i always uh loved guitar and i loved music just listening to it um and i i was in a play in in high school i sang for i feel on the roof um, but it's then, good yeah, it's good play. And so, um, I never thought of myself as a musician. I always thought I, I, um, missed the boat. And then in my twenties, I, um, had a bad breakup and I said, I, I'm going to take guitar lessons. So I bought, um, guitars for, uh, play guitar oh, for dummies. Him. Is it guitar for dummies? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So I was like, I'm by myself. So I would play yeah. my acoustic guitar. Then I would go on Craigslist and, and find random guitar teachers in Queens and the, you know, East Village. And 
I take I'll find it. I'll find it with my guitar. I was going to say, it's either bleach your hair, cut your yeah. hair, yeah. learn yeah. to surf, yeah. or play guitar. Exactly. It's one of those. I was like, grow a mustache. So, <laughs> so I was like, acoustic. And then I would write songs about the breakup. And, you know, I just, yeah. just learned. So I learned all the chords on my own. And, you know, that was pretty much it. And then I always said I have to marry. My husband has to play the guitar. Like, <laughs> it's a prerequisite, yeah. So that was a prerequisite. Shout out to Chris. And then of course, yeah, I know. So that was a prerequisite. And when I met my husband in Aruba, he was on tour with John Mayer, and he was, um, you know, a production manager. So he was on the road. That's cool. And so I did become a, you know, super cool. I guess a groupie. Groupie of a production manager. Yeah, groupie. She was in logistics groupie. Yeah. Yeah. She was in. She knew the long, like the long-term goal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. no, She's like retirement package. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Tell me about your 401k. Like yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> more insurance, you know. Uh, Those actual with musicians, eyes. they're flakes. You yeah. can't, like, oh, yeah. you can't trust them. Yeah. You got to get with the road <laughs> guys. Yeah, they're, more yeah. they're more like geeky now, you know, the roadies. Yeah. Um, and Aww. so then, of course, I always loved music. I mean, classic rock. I would go to all, you know, classic rock shows and just obsessed with Skinner and you know the Stones. And then um, um, my husband, he was on tour with the Rolling Stones, so I went on tour with them in Europe for two weeks. And Girl. I was just like, you know, I I just oh. music makes everything better and yep. I was so obsessed and so of course I'm like my kid okay I miss the boat my kids are going to be musicians like yep. I'm not um, you know gonna gonna mess with that so that's when I started to put them into music classes and then Lake House happened and I started to play nice. guitar, guitar and I was always um, playing acoustic and so it was at Lake House that I picked up the electric guitar and I was like this is amazing and um, so I remember this is, this is so much cooler <laughs> It was so much cooler. And um, I just, ever since, like, I am just obsessed with it. Like, I would sleep with my guitar. Like, I oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. That is awesome. And I just have to tell this story. Like, I went to Russo's, you know, looking. I had no idea what the Stratocaster, I didn't even oh, know the names of the core, the story. guitars. And I'm looking, and I'm the guy, and we tried them on. And he's like, this one, the Stratocaster, is, is like perfect for you, but it was like white. Right. And I was like, oh, I just, I dreamed of a black and like gold guitar. I, Ooh, I, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I kept dreaming yeah. about it. That's nice. And so then I said to, uh, I sent it to Chris, and I was just like, I really want this for Christmas, like this white one. He's like, oh, go look down in the basement. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I go down and tucked around the corner of his office was the exact guitar, Stratocaster, black with gold, been there that the I had whole been dreaming time. Wait, did he already have it? He already had it. Oh, he already had it. already had it. That is awesome. I never picked You're like, I knew I married the right guy. I know. It's a crazy story. I have so acoustic guitars. Yeah. He bought me my first acoustic when we first started dating, because that was like our thing. But I never paid attention to electric guitars, so I never looked at the guitars in the basement, you know? And so he's like, you can have it. And I'm like, what? I love that. So I am obsessed, and it's just like, it is the best thing in life. Like, it's just amazing. And so the point of the matter is, I started playing at 40, and like now, I don't to date myself. You know, Now at 29. We go reverse in time. Music does that to you. That's what I hear. Music does that to you. But it is never too late. And I just, I thought I missed the boat, and now we're playing out, and it is like, 
it it is amazing. I don't think we could have done it in our 30s when we were raising kids. And now I yeah. don't care on stage. You're not worried about what yeah. people think. You're like, I don't care. Like, I could I'm have done it in my 20s so either. Fun. I would, I would, I, would have died. I would never have gotten out there. <laughs> <laughs> people, ever. Like, terrified to yeah. get up in front of people. And, and so now it's like, who cares? Like, this is like so much fun. Yeah, and what it is are you like, doing? You know, out there the we have audience. the best time. Yeah. And I just recommend it to anyone. Like, if, it's not too late. So <laughs> you, you mentioned that you wanted your kids to play music, yeah. right? And like you knew that you wanted your kids to play music at like because you felt that you missed the boat. Yeah. So when you had your kids, like, did you put like instruments on the ground and like let them crawl oh, to said, them? It's like, is right. it like the Dalai Lama? Like trying I to like- I took it a step further. I thought he was gonna say like a seance. Like make a pentagram of guitars and put them in the middle, like, you know. I don't want to say, but I took it a step further. I opened up a rock and roll play space in Williamsburg, Brooklyn for babies. So I took it to this. Wow, rock and roll, wait, no, okay. That's how much I wanted them to. What is a rock and roll play space for babies? One thing you learn is she's committed. Yeah. 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 Damn. No, so we were uh, no in Williamsburg. We were always um, playing in our in my basement. We had like rock and roll paraphernalia sure. from Chris, and so we would have all these play dates, and all the you know nannies and moms would come over, and um, we there was nothing like that in Williamsburg or mm-hmm. any place cool. You know, you you were Sucks you know you were right. subjected to right. these plastic ball crawl places, and my Ugh. and I you know I I was in fashion PR, and you're used to like doing certain things before kids, and then after kids, you have to listen to like Barney music and. Yeah. Uh-huh. So we, uh, my uh, business partner was a designer. So we started, uh, we co-founded a uh, kids play space uh, okay. for five and under. So there was a rock and roll theme. So it was in um, Williamsburg and it had uh, a Rolling Stones themed uh, tongue slide and a 1970 VW bus. I can attest it was um, epic. And you know, rock and roll. Oh, so you actually got a chance cool. to go there. Well, we lived in the same building in okay. Williamsburg. So when that was being hatched out and then, yeah, the space was unlike anything else. Like oh, a like, true yeah. band. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's awesome. wild. That's wild. So, I was going to yeah. say, because Kim, that was kind of like similar to the way that you got started too, because you had your whole like babysitting music, like you you had that whole same kind of concept. So like, yes. did you guys kind of connect over that? Like when you guys first met each other, was that <laughs> yeah. like, kind of like, Everyone oh, hey, I used to do this, you know? <laughs> we did, the we classes, did. When I was yeah. over at Leak House, there were so many times that I would talk to Carrie and, you know, kind of pick her brain for the things that she did. And yeah, yes, it was great. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I was wondering I like why you've been over there taking notes. Now I know. He's got like, <laughs> yeah. like follow up questions. Pay no like, attention to the man it. behind the curtains. <laughs> <He's> taking notes. <laughs> um, so I, I wanna, I'm going to tell you guys my music inspiration yeah, story. I want to hear it. So, oh, man. Um, I, I, I don't fit the profile of the band, but you know, if you ever need someone to fill in on drums, <laughs> one night you I got go a to good hear it. Yeah. You available one night. I would pay a lot of money to see him in drag. Yeah. You got a caboodle of makeup so so for me when I was a kid um, I, I still am Anthony can attest like hugely oh, yeah. into to oh, comics yeah. and like that's just, that was like my thing I had a, a shit ton of action figures my friends mm-hmm. I used to play with them all the time and around like I was like 10 years old and uh, my buddy and I went to a comic book shop and we went and bought some comics and some toys and our parents bought us these Kiss action figures and we didn't know what Kiss was we were just like oh these yeah. action figures look really cool yeah. um, so we were playing with them and my friend's dad was like you know that's a band I'm like what are you talking about and this is band like you know from the 70s he goes 
so like, this, this dude crazy. This, this is not a band. They're actor figures. So my mom went out and bought me a uh, like a, a cassette or a CD. I can't remember. I think it was a cassette um, of Kiss. And at the time, I like didn't really listen to music. The only music exposure I had was like whatever top forty garbage my mom had on the car, like, you know, <laughs> like drivers. So I really had like yeah. no ex- exposure to Parliament. It. No, just yeah. Kidding, yeah. So it was like around ten or eleven years old, and I bought this. She bought me this this Kiss cassette, and it, it was a it was live Kiss. It was alive. Mm-hmm. So like that was you know much better than the studio versions, and I was just blown away like instantly hooked and then one year later i was at my very first concert i was 12 years old uh seeing kiss on the reunion tour at madison That's square yeah. yeah yeah so like that That's for me was just show. like yeah, yeah. Baptism, right oh i wonder what everybody's even, first yeah. concerts can we ask that oh yeah, yeah. oh absolutely so, so even, so even yeah. cooler on top of seeing kiss for the first time uh ted nugent was opening for them so not only did i get to see kiss i got to see the nuge and he the did the nuge. thing you know where he shoots the flaming arrow at his guitar so I'm just like this 12 year old kid like watching this psychopath shoot a flaming arrow on stage I'm kind of like it was so yeah, awesome it's really cool and then really cool. cut forward yeah. two years later three of my best friends they had picked up guitars and bass respectively and they're like we want to start a band and they were we were like all in the same friend circle like we need a drummer I was like I guess I could learn how to play drums. So that's how I learned how to play drums. I was like, hey, my friends want to start a band, so they need a drummer. I'll learn how to play yeah, drums. And yeah, that's, that's, yeah that's, I've been a drummer for most, I play a bunch of other stuff now, but that's how it all started for wow, me. Yeah. That's amazing. That's so cool. And now we can all point laughing at Anthony because he's a <laughs> non musician. Well, yeah. so I'm the only one. So I dabbled. I dabbled for a little bit. In fact, Matt and I were actually in a band together for a little while. We played a few shows yeah. together. Um, Phoenix with three X's. Yeah, Phoenix yeah. with three X's. Cool. We, we were we were a glam rock band. Well, and then oh, well then it was the, uh, the oh and then we switched to the East Side Riffs. East Side Riffs. Yeah, right? and that's where we played Fat Baby in New York. Do you guys so remember Chubby's cool and Red Bank? Oh yes. yeah. Yeah, we played. Yeah, we played Chubby's. Yeah, we played Chubby's. Oh yeah. We had so we had on just like you know we came out it was like we all wore just skin tight jeans yeah so I mean talk about that like glam like we all we like tried to dress the part right we had the cut off shirts we had the bandanas like we all thought we were in Motley Crue you know I walked into I was in the bathroom one day one night before a gig me and the guitarist and the 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 men's bathroom was like shut down for whatever reason so we walked into the women's bathroom and we're in the women's bathroom doing our our eyeliner and like you know. And these three women walk in, they're just like, what, what the fuck? We're, 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 we're just like this ridiculous getup. I've got like my drumsticks and my cowboy boots. I thought I was so fucking cool. Yeah. And we're doing our eyeliner in the girls' bathroom. The ladies like, loved it. What are you doing? Yeah. They, they did like they it, did yeah. Like it, was, it was a lot of fun. We were all out in Philadelphia. I don't think we were playing a gig, but we were all out in Philadelphia together. And like we found this like leather store. And like all of us bought cowboy boots. Oh, yeah. And we all wore it on stage like, the next awesome. gig. Yeah. Oh, it was so fun. Yeah. This is a band thing. Yeah. <laughs> It was yeah, amazing. yeah. Like, no, it's like uh, I'm in a band, yeah, you know. Band. Like it's cool. Yeah. Oh no, they were definitely like that. You know that movie Rockstar, right? You guys know the movie Rockstar. You've seen that, right? So there was like I definitely had that scene happen to me in my first job. Oh, 100. I was like 22 years old, and it was like we had a gig on like a Tuesday and Wednesday. I'm in work. Just hung over as shit. The eyeliner is still kind of smeared, and I still have black nail polish yeah. on. And like my boss was like, "What is like? Is that black nail polish?" And I was like. I'm in a band. Like, yeah. 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 like I was so hungover. It's like Kim in the exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Kim had that accident tonight. Yeah. Oh yeah, you were yeah. telling me that before. Oh, yeah. Which I, yeah, tell this story because you told me this story and I I was dying. It's hilarious. Yeah. So here I am. I'm on my way here, 
and I, you probably can't see, but I'm kind of dressed. You well, know, we, we, we can describe it. You've got a vest yeah, on, like, yeah, yeah, a, a very short, short leather skirt, leather skirt, like looking like a rock star. Leather lace up boots. At least I had on like a jacket that was like more like jacket. So I'm on my way here, and I'm you know rocking out my car, and it's raining out. So. And all of a sudden, I'm on West Front Street, and I went to stop, and this car hit me. Oh. And it was just like that moment of like, oh. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I had that second like, oh. Oh, no, I have to get out. Well, I have to get out. Do I have sweat on. You know? She's looking like she's working at door. I swear I don't work at Delilah's. I swear. I swear. Where are you going? Like, so I just get out of the car, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm in a mom band and I have a podcast tonight. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh, we're sorry you're in your car. And I'm like, no, but I'm in a mom band. Like, <laughs> like a mom Here, band? check us out, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give the business card and see, yeah. here you go. Come Thanks for coming. Show. <laughs> um, so, you know, I do want to hear first concert stories. That's a really good yeah, one, actually. That's, that's, a very, that's a great idea. Yeah, so let's go the. Hard. Do you remember? Yeah, Marie, do you uh, do you remember? I I was young, like 14, 15, hanging out with a bunch of 18-year-olds. I remember going Sweet. to a concert at nice. Rutgers. Yeah. And it was like Diggable Planets live. <laughs> oh, what oh, wow. something like that. I think that was like my first experience like with a bunch of people and people on stage and like live music. Nice. That's so cool. At Rutgers, I think that's, that's the cool first too. one. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Mine's really embarrassing. I love to Bring it. Bring it. That's like everyone. More embarrassing the better. Yeah. But it wasn't like my choice. I can't remember which one was my role. Foggy with that. But I went to, I was at Great Adventure. And you know Great Adventure has the stage? Yeah. I've seen a few bands there. I saw the monkeys. Wow. She's from the <laughs> and none of you will ever know who, who the oh, band was. Do you remember the band Lanier? No. Oh, we have to look it up. <laughs> no, yeah. I want to, all right, look it up. Lanier. There's a one-hit wonder. The song was called Sending All My Love. Oh, I know oh, that I song. Know. Yeah. yeah. So it was so them. Yeah. And I remember I met this girl there, Same and we were... Um, kind of sitting up at the top just watching because we noticed that the gate to the backstage was unchained. Uh, yeah, oh, you're rebellious. Okay. Go. Yeah, so we yes. ran back there. We went backstage and <gasps> the three guys in Lanier were all standing by a tray just like, you know, talking to each other. And we're like, ah! <laughs> the security guard came and got us, but they gave us pictures and, and oh gave us God. their. Oh, awesome. I would think I was like twelve or thirteen. Yeah, that's yeah. Oh, I mean, that's so oh my cool. God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but see, that rebellion was in there. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, let's yeah. Run. Bad Girls Club. Yeah. Like, come on. What was your, what was yeah. Your so I can't really remember, but I think that um, probably at Count BC Theater, Bon Jovi yeah. used to play there. Like yep. way oh. back. Nice. So. My a piano teacher, who's actually a very close friend of mine, owned a piano shop in Red Bank, and he used to provide the That's piano for them. Too. Oh, so cool. I used to go. <gasps> Wait, and, the piano, um, the keyboard player? 
he had a baby grand piano. No, no, no. Um, no a, bon Jovi. a friend of mine. Yeah, but they used to have a baby grand piano there too. That no, his uh, keyboard player is married to my mom's cousin. <laughs> <laughs> you know everybody. No, I know she was in one of the videos. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, the curly. I always thought he was good name drop. I met him. Yeah, shout out to the keyboard shout player out. married to my cousin. It's my mom's cousin. So it's like a third yeah. cousin. Yeah. Anyway, I met him at the Acme when I was in high school. Hair? I used to work at the Acme. I was a cashier, yeah. uh-huh. and he came. He came to my my line, and I'm sitting there. I'm Jerry looking Curl. at him. Yeah, yeah the curls. And I literally said to him, I was like, like, has anybody ever told you you look just like? And I forgot his name. I was like, anybody told you look at the keyboard player from Bon Jovi? And he goes, he goes, David Bryan. David Thank you. And he looks at me. He goes. He goes, he goes, you know, I get that a lot. People Z-Man. people tell me that because I am. I pulled up some like receipt paper. I was like, can you just like sign this for me? Like, yeah. he's like signing it. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, I'm sorry. Go on your story. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was probably my first time. Bon Jovi, yeah. Bon Jovi. Oh, that's amazing. It was amazing they used to do that. So you would have gotten to meet them back when their original bass player was in the band then. Yes, yes, Alex. Alex yeah. Yeah. yeah, so cool. And I was so like, oh, oh my gosh! Yeah, like, and I used to have on like flannel. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, you know, rocking yeah, little, like, uh, the dark like, hiding your pimple. Yeah. You're yeah. like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like oh. that is awesome. Wow. Yours is gonna be cooler than mine. No, no, no. no. Come on, yeah, I do not. come on. No, it's not. Mine is like very indie and specific. I was eleven, and and instead of having a party, I could have. Friends go to a concert, and I was really in love with Ten Thousand Maniacs. Natalie Merchant in her rainbow skirt spinning, and I was so in love with Natalie Merchant at the time. So I saw that's very cool. Because I've met your mom and dad. So my dad, we could, I could take four friends. Yeah, we went to the Fox Theater in downtown Atlanta, and we were on the balcony. And I just remember like. Oh. And actually, this is going to, like, well, this is also dating, but Michael Stipe jumped up on stage and sang because they did a duet. Well, I'm from That's Atlanta. So cool. He also right. taught in art class because I went to UGA. I'm that old. But um, <laughs> there, yeah, so that was that was the first show. And I was like, this is That's rad. So she cool. can, like, spin in a rainbow skirt and wow. R.E.M.'s jumping up on stage. And yeah. That's pretty that was awesome. it. That's really I loved it. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. I wish it was more epic, like, oh, big band. But Natalie oh. Merchant, I love you. I love her. No, I I really think mine was when I was um, 11 or 12 at the Garden State Art Center, which is now uh, PNC. PNC. Yeah. Chubby yeah. Checker. Wow. Yeah, so my, my cousin, my dad's first cousin was his manager, and we used to, he used to come to Easter every year. And they we had, like, first or second rows, and it was definitely, oh there were God. two other bands. It might have been, you know, those doo-wop, yeah, yeah. and my dad was in the doo-wop band, you know, it was yeah, all the doo-wop, yeah. you know, thing. And I remember they invited people to come up on stage and dance, but I awesome. didn't shave my legs yet. And I was, <laughs> <laughs> and I was so paranoid that with the lights, people could see my hairy legs. <laughs> Memory, I was like, like, fine. I think they kept trying to get me in. So, Chubby Checker. That's That's amazing. That's amazing. What about you? Twist? Like, yeah. 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 Y
<laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So, I feel like I should know your first concert. Well, I, so, so my first concert was actually my first big, big concert, like at a big venue, was actually with was Matt. It with me? Yeah, when I was in high school. So I was actually, so my parents were pretty strict when I was uh, a kid. So I was raised very, very religious. So wasn't necessarily allowed to listen to a lot of secular music when I was a kid. Yes. Um, so wait, you guys went which to is kiss probably, together? Yeah. Same. Yeah, so, like men dressed devil up. music. Like, <laughs> so, oh, like so, but but the first like concert experience that I had, where I was actually in a venue, was that we were, um, like I said, I mean, I was I was raised very religious. We were at this like overnight church conference thing, and I think you guys will appreciate this. It was actually at the Inkwell in Long Bridge, Ooh, yeah. okay? and I saw Sixpence None the Richer wow. because they were actually considered a Christian band back really? then when they were first getting started. Is that the, is that the coffee house? Like yeah, yeah, the, the one in Long Bridge. Yeah. It's like this little. It's like been there forever. Still know. there. Yeah, it is still there, right? Mm -hmm. But that's, it, it must have been like 91, mm -hmm. 92. I think I was like, I don't know, seven years old. <laughs> so like, yeah, so, but that was, so Sixpence was like the first musical kind of like venue experience, but the first concert I ever went to was Kiss and Aerosmith. And that was at PNC. Oh, yeah, that was Kiss and Aerosmith. Yeah, it was me and Matt. Yeah. It was, I want to say freshman year, maybe sophomore year. It was probably year. freshman or sophomore year. Yeah, freshman yeah. or sophomore year of high school, the summer which, of. Which by that point was already yeah, like We had long seats, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. And we had, I, I specifically remember that concert because I remember being very disappointed because it was the third time I had seen Aerosmith <laughs> oh, and it was yeah. when they were doing that co-headlining tour and like for whatever reason you know they, they, were, they were switching up on who was going to yeah. go first and we got the uh, the one of the shows where Kiss played first and I'm like okay like whatever big names but like I'm sorry as cool as Aerosmith is you, you can't come follow. after well, what's Kiss no, you can't follow the theatrics and that was the whole thing I mean that was like I had never been to a concert before and that was really the kind of like like the first experience that I had with like I want a show with my music I don't just want to watch music I want a show with it yeah. and so Aerosmith came on after Kiss and I'm like well, this is, you know. We got to love Steve. You know. He's a beautiful. Yeah, I mean, come on. Didn't do it for you? No, no. you know. No. No. I mean, the music was great. We had a good time. But, like, no. I mean, we were going nuts that. for That's Kiss, you know. Ask. You see Gene <laughs> Simmons, and all of a sudden he's spitting blood. And then, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. Steven Tyler comes on, and he plays, like, amazing. But, you know, know, he's not spitting blood and fireworks and, you know, flying through the air, you know, over the crowd and everything. That's another question I want to ask you ladies, because you mentioned the the art center and the art center has a very special place in my heart only because yeah. I live literally around the corner from it mm -hmm. and like yeah. on quiet nights in the summer if I sit out in my on my patio you can hear whatever is playing oh, from the yeah. art center yeah. it's really cool yeah. um, and so I've seen probably more concerts at the art center mm -hmm. than I've seen anywhere mm -hmm. else I just love going like the setup I just like you know it doesn't matter what band is there you can get lawn seats for like 30 bucks and yeah. just go and yeah. chill yeah. so for me and the I art center yeah, yeah right yeah. Yeah. well actually yeah. it's funny that you say that because like this year I thought the lineup at the art center was Kind of garbage. Well, I meant like the mix of the people who go there. Oh, the mix of the lineup. No, I meant like no. we, we went and saw no, when we saw who do we we saw um, Joan Jett. Joan Jett. Yeah, yeah, last year, right? Yeah, last year it was amazing. Yeah. That was like a mini band. Yeah, last summer's lineup. Yeah, last summer's lineup was like insane. They had that show with Poison Bush and the Cult. Yeah, Bush. I'm sorry, Poison. Yeah, we were there. Incredible. Yeah. Um. So so for me, I think the Art Center is like my number one favorite place to see music. Do you guys? Have venues like that? Like yeah, a place what would be where, like, your you, favorite like, venue? Just, you know, no matter what band is playing there, like you uh, you love know, the atmosphere. I, I think, like, well, I lived in New York City for like 
13 years and there's a lot of them like the Roseland used to be one of my favorites yeah. because the Rose and it's sadly it's closed I mean there's some other really great like CB I happened to got to see shows at CBGB's was yeah. really cool but okay. Roseland was awesome for a big show because there was great big acts that would come through there in, in their time right. but it was still like small enough where you felt like it was still personal mm-hmm. and I used to really love that venue mm-hmm. I miss that one nice mm-hmm. yeah that one I'd say there. God, I'd have to think. There's just so many. <laughs> so many, the right? It's sick ass. You know, I love, and if we're talking like New York, um, Brooklyn Bowl. Oh, Brooklyn Bowl is cool. Yeah, Brooklyn Bowl is really cool. Yeah. I have a lot of memories of my kids playing. Remember these have that brunch thing where you just let the kids go crazy? Oh, yeah. So Renee and I lived in the same building, a block from Brooklyn Bowl. So we would, they were like, they had these kids. Yeah. They would just open up the dance floor. There's all this like crazy lights, and the kids would just be like spinning. And like, it was super so and like awesome. we just have our cocktails. Yeah. And who <laughs> owns Brooklyn Bowl? Doesn't somebody, somebody famous um, owns it? Somebody well, Pete who, Shapiro, yeah, and, Shapiro. Um, and Charlie, but Pete owned the Wetland. They owned, the they actually both was and Charlie owned the, right? The Wetlands and yeah. Tri, it was in yeah, yeah. Tribeca, yeah. right? When he came Barrack, out, Alan's yeah. Hall, I yep. saw amazing shows yeah. there. I even saw Terrence McKinnon's. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it was a good venue. Yeah, Brooklyn Bowl's great. That's you know, awesome. I have to say though, like any venue in Asbury Park, like I love. Hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Stone Pony. Just being yeah. out there, Stone Pony, yeah. Asbury Lanes. Yeah. Even just going to Yacht Club and yeah. Ghost Lounge. Like, there's yeah. just so the many Saints. places to go. Yeah. That's the best part about Asbury. Asbury Park. Asbury Park. Asbury Park. Asbury Park. Like, yeah. like it's crazy. Like on any given yeah. night, yeah. you can just go to Asbury yes. Park and just walk into and pretty much any place and find music. Yeah. Literally, that's what we did. So after this past weekend with with Kevin Smith coming in, we went to the Chainsaw. Bob Roadshow and we were, uh, walked right outside and we were going to go into Wonder Bar but they it was closed for a private concert and so we're like okay well where else do we go we're like we just literally literally we're like lobster yeah. yeah let's go to the lobster and so we just went over to Langosa and, 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 yeah. Yeah. and it was great, it was great. Well, you hope it yeah. stays like that because yeah. it is a bit of a bubble but like you know being living in New York in that time and it's like when there were so many great venues so many of them closed yeah. Of rent, yeah you know you wonder I hope I hope I, I hope it stays like that true to I, I do too yeah I really yeah, hope it I does do too. Yeah. which I, I think it will what about Atlanta it has that Schoolless. Schoolless. Atlanta? Yeah. what's down in Atlanta uh, there's so much down in Atlanta but I, I don't know I remember that yeah, there's 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 a lot. There's everything from like the Fox Theater to tons of little local things and um I was, you know, sneaking out of my house through all of high school and middle school <laughs> going to all sorts of things and um I was obsessed with Britpop when I was in high wow. school. So Ooh. I remember yeah. when like, you know, finding out that Oasis and Blur was coming to Atlanta was mm-hmm. like a big freaking fracking deal. But um I don't know. There's tons of music in the South. So it really was like, pick the mood, you know? Was I hopping into a weird warehouse for some DJ rave? Or was I going (laughs) to see Indigo Girls at the Fox Theater (laughs) or some little bookstore? They Uh, did. In Brooklyn, they do. I've been to a couple. Oh, yeah. You can do the next podcast. Yeah, we'll do it out in the sketchy warehouse in Brooklyn. But those were the years. There was something, and this is going to age us, and if our kids ever listen, and it's going to be ridiculous. But I remember, I mean, the fact that you would like sneak out and jump over a fence and like, and, and, you know, find some crazy space, which is 
probably one of the reasons why I like starting a secret separate club where like you don't know where you're going but like the cops yeah. would come and everyone would scatter yep. oh, and yeah. Oh, yeah. you didn't have oh, a yeah. ticket to a concert you don't have a seat and there's no vending you know you would yeah. like just do anything you would kind of like put your weird little teenage life on the line to go dance with yeah. a whole bunch of strangers to bass in your face I don't know oh, yeah. <laughs> I loved it so much I loved I, it I, I, ripped, I ripped a lot of jeans in college so, hopping over fences I mean, yeah. 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 and running just running from yeah. cops I feel like where I don't know I, I know that that happens now there's different music genres my 12 year old is you know schooling me in all sorts of new summer festivals that have all sorts of really good stuff but those were I remember just like how raw and alive and yeah that was good energy so yeah there's tons of stuff in Atlanta but I don't need to Name drop. Yeah. Raves. Raves. Yeah. Carrie, what about you? Oh, no, I was going to mention, now this is dating myself. Trade winds and sea bright. Oh my uh, God. So we had a cabana there. Like I still could cry that it's gone. Like <laughs> I. Yeah, yeah. So we would sneak over. What did you say? Yeah. When did that close down? When was that? Uh, you know, it's a good question. A while ago. Yeah, yeah. two thousand something. <laughs> yeah. But we had a cabana, so we would always save every color wristband, and so we're nice. like, oh, it's red tonight at the club next door so we would have like 10 red wristbands yeah. and give them so I would bring them back on. I would bring the whole bag every color yeah, of the rainbow yeah. bag. Yeah. yes the black <laughs> in my purse it's such like, a mom thing like, to do it's, it's, it's like no red. I got the snacks not to worry I got yeah. so then we would get in so I saw like the spin doctors like yeah. Rick Springfield of course yeah. but so many bands and you had like the outdoor yeah. pools and the bars it was so, so Jersey but it Where was, was like in trade winds they built houses over it's like right on yeah, wow. the best so cool. memories. But they had so cool. many great bands there. We saw them at Senior Now this year. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's right it wasn't the same because obviously the, 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 the new lead singer. Yeah. Wait, wait. Faith um, no, I'm sorry, not Faith No More. No. Sorry, yeah, I, I apologize. Say, I, I got Faith No More confused with Blind Melon. I do that frequently. Sorry. Also videos. Sorry. Blind Melon. Do you remember back when MTV actually showed? With the Bumblebee Girl. Yeah, the yeah. yeah. VCR. Oh, I mean, I had a, so yeah. you, you mentioned Oasis. I, I have a funny Oasis story. So I, I, when I was in college, I did a semester abroad in Florence, Italy. Oh. And there was this Oasis tribute band that played there. And they were like <laughs> huge. It was, it was so random, right? Because these like four Italian guys yeah. pretending to be British. They had like, the same <laughs> hair. Pretending to be British. Right? Yeah, it was so, like you know. Wonderwall and yeah. Italian. No, literally, yeah. And they were like really good. They were called Chow, Chow, Chow. And like for some reason, they were just like oh, really chow, big chow. in Florence. So me and my friends used to go out and see them in these little clubs all the time. And apparently they were so popular that the actual Oasis like got wind of them. And I'm sitting in this like little club in Florence one night, like a Friday night. And I'm like sitting at my table with my friends and at this other table in the corner, my one friend points over to me and he's like, that guy looks really familiar. And I look over Noel there Gallagher. and Noel Gallagher. Shut up! Noel Gallagher was sitting there. And I'm like, I gotta go talk to this guy. So I walk over and no, he, he was this. a dick. He was such a dick. He made me buy him a beer and I was like, whatever. I was like, I'll buy Noel Gallagher a beer. Like that's like that's cool. I didn't ask for his autograph or anything. I was like, whatever. It was it was pretty funny. That's awesome. That's a good one. Yeah, I've always like what what about that that's a good one. Have you got do you guys have any like fun? I mean it's not like you've all met some cool people, it sounds like. What's like your most interesting or like biggest sort of 
meet from like the music world like somebody or like, like one where you just kind of like yeah. marked yeah, out like, totally you, yeah, marked you had out, to think yeah. that still starstruck moment I have a Billy Idol moment so oh, he yeah. was one of my first crushes okay, okay. Nice. So, yeah, me too yeah, and I was like, I had. He was definitely one of my like all that like white wedding. You're talking about videos oh, like oh, those yeah. videos yeah. are so imprinted in my like weird pubescent, bizarre, angsty, like horny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He was like so everything, and um, it was when I lived in Woodstock actually up there. I was in like the local like organic super. It's called Wildflower. I want to say Wildflower, like right on. Um, uh, the main street of Woodstock and all of a sudden I look over and it was right when Billy Idol like had that it was I guess what is that like in the 2000 he had that like resurgence yes yeah. do you remember because he, 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 was, in, he was in the wedding yeah. singer yeah. he had that amazing yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Back. Yeah. nobody yeah. talks yeah. to Billy Idol that yeah. way yeah. and then he started touring yeah. again right so so it was around that time and all of a sudden like and it wasn't uh, like Woodstock kind of there's a lot of really great recording studios things like that so for whatever reason like you know it's not so far yeah. from New York Whatever, but so I look over and he's in the supermarket. So, so cool. I was like, and he was wearing, not kidding you, leather pants and a white t-shirt. No. And I was like, Ugh. just buying milk. Just like. whatever. So I was, I stopped, I proceeded to stalk him. Oh. So I walked, I went like super classic. Like I followed him around this and I was like, oh, all six feet of you. I'm all six feet of you. Career, so she's not a shit. Yeah, I follow you, and I was like, I was like, oh, what is this? Like granola, and I'm probably holding it upside down. You know? I was like, tampons? Yes. Yeah, I don't know. Is this granola free trade organic? Yes. And, I, and every like aisle he was in, and I and I was just like following him. I, but I never oh like God. said it. I was like, hey, you look over, and I was like, hey. <laughs> I wanna, do you have any starstruck? You have met That's everyone. No, well, yeah. no, my um. The biggest. <laughs> no, I have two that are going to stand out, but. Um, Steve Where you Perry get like of, super. Of oh, Steve Perry? Oh, man. Oh, that's cool. Was, Steve uh, Perry. He was in that movie set that was like the theme song to Monster. Yeah, he sang it, yeah. Right? And so it was like the. Um, it was an event for the premiere, and uh, I went right up to him. He's all excited. He's like about the, all about the movie. And right. Like, oh, my God. I like, I love you. <laughs> 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 and she and does. Like, she loves Jerry. That's her power. That's so great. I, I didn't even see the movie. Like I went right to the party after. Like I didn't even see it. Yeah. So I really was just so embarrassed. But I did get my picture with him. Such a story. <laughs> but um, um, the other one was Tony. What did he say? Black Sabbath. Oh my god. And I literally said to him, "She's I said, no, I'm so I said, jealous. I play guitar too." <laughs> <laughs> Like I met you there. <laughs> I love you so much. I was like dying. I was like, I love this. That's so incredible. That's like you and Bass. Like, give me some Yeah. Oh no, that was Jerry for only misfits. Yeah. That was like when I met. I had the same moment like that when I met Nikki Six. Oh man. When the Heroin Diaries came out, uh, like in uh, 2009, whenever that was, he was doing a book signing at this mall that I was working at, like in college, and I went to go like get my book. I bought a book and I went to go get it signed from him and I, I, I walk up and he's just sitting at the table and he, and he goes to shake my hand and I was just like not speaking and he goes, right and I just go I love you <laughs> I was like like a, like a teenage girl meeting like NSYNC I was just like I love you dude yeah. <laughs> oh my god 
god. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. So um Tell us more about, I want to know about where we are right yeah, now. Yeah, so tell us about the hollow. the hollow. Like, how did this come together? Yeah. <laughs> the hollow. Um, well, we, um, I know I don't want to give out the, the exact address, but we no, got no, Sleepy no. Hollow. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, it's <laughs> Sleepy yeah. Hollow. Yeah, no, I, I just want to know about the shit that's Sleepy in here. Sleepy Hollow, yeah, yeah. across <laughs> from the graveyard. So, um, so we, um, basically, I always love dive bar. Like, I'm just a dive bar same. fan. Like, yeah, I yeah. just love, give me a dive that's bar. where you see the best music. Yes, yeah, same, And you know? I just love everything about dive bars. So it was always a joke, like, I'm gonna do a dive bar in the basement, and it was like, ha, ha, ha. And then I, um, basically, you know, my husband from traveling, uh, 17 years on the road, he has a lot of paraffin, you know, memorabilia right, yeah. and stuff. So it was all in boxes and I was like, you know, why don't we just put it up on the walls and just so do cool. There's some epic whatever, stuff. you yeah. know. Um, so it's yeah. cool because it was like just hidden and what? we had some really cool stuff that from his, you know, years yeah. on the road and stuff. And then I found a secondhand pool table and then like everything's, everything is used. Like my grandparents' <laughs> chairs from their basement. <laughs> um, my uncle's Most chair, like everything is like a hand-me-down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were saying, we were saying before, it's like nice. with the stuff you have on the walls, it's like the <laughs> musical version of a shared universe. Oh yeah, yeah, really, oh, yeah. yeah. Totally. yeah. So, like when you go to a shared universe, yeah. it's like you know, just yeah. it's all just comic book stuff yep. and movie stuff. And like for me and Anthony, it's like yeah, it's like heaven. Heaven. Yeah. Yeah. We're just the biggest. Nerd. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. In there. yeah, and sure for that. And just speaking of, just yes. very quickly, thank you, Ming, yeah. for coming yeah. on thank location you, tonight, bringing all this stuff. Ming's here right now, doing everything for us and making us sound amazing, getting us all together. So, what's your if you had to pick like a favorite piece of memorabilia here because I see well, almost yeah. all of it from what I can see is yeah, autographed the, the personal and it's all fucking uh, awesome I, Ozzy Osbourne's signed yeah. picture is pretty amazing I, I, yeah I think that was the first one, thing that I caught my eye yeah he said when Ozzy signed it he should have asked him at another time because he was totally out of it when he wrote but, yeah, it's but a little, Sharon little, wrote little oh, Sharon wrote Chris <laughs> Sharon helped it out best we can't ever tour without you <laughs> from Sharon so and Sharon so got him cool. his first visa from Canada right he came to wow. the US so I, that one's, you know, pretty significant. There's so also, there's also, also? A, not in this room, but in another room, there's a Ray Charles, which that one. No, it's right there, isn't it? Is not it? Is he? Wait, there? I saw. No, I thought I one. Oh, okay. Because yeah, oh. that's that's Ray Charles in that picture right there, yeah, right? Okay. You have a signed one, Ray yeah. Charles, what which I think is that one. I don't know. That's, I don't that know. That is so awesome. Favorite. Yeah, everything yeah. here is awesome because like this is you know this this is what I I tried to make my room my house yeah. look like like I have I have a ton of vinyls and I put them all up on the wall like yeah. and it's like a wall of vinyl they're all together yeah. but none of them are autographed so like, <laughs> it's not it's not yeah, as cool yeah of, uh, guitar picks yeah, yeah right like I don't have uh, like, you know it's cool but my husband is very private you know he just it's so cool put it in boxes I'm like oh put it in the dark yeah. yeah and we love it you yeah, know it's so, so cool. it's, it was so fun so how long fun. has this been yeah. sort of like put together because it actually I mean like Sorry, looking at the sheetrock, it. it looks pretty new. <laughs> it, it's yeah. like maybe a year old, but we keep adding to it. Yeah, so awesome. we got like secondhand lights, you know, just the, the glitter this pillows. This is the mom's yeah. like play space. So yeah, I was going to say, yeah, yeah right? So this is like your house. play. Yeah, mommy's yeah. night out is yeah. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> this is where we so We want to set up. You even have the arcade basketball like game in the corner. I know, and the mini hockey table there. It's like only kind of works. So it like really feels like a dive bar. Yeah. Right? And the dartboard. The dartboard too is like, yeah. You just need to like spill a little bit of beer on the floor and just leave it there. Yeah, yeah. So it's the real effect. 
Yeah, maybe a cigarette machine in the corner. A cigarette machine in the corner. Yeah. Oh my god, I was gonna what yeah, I was gonna say Wonder Bar still has one. It was like wild. I was at the I was at the Wonder Bar a few weeks ago and like I was out of cigarettes and I was like I was like I wonder and I went over and I yeah and I went over and I, I stuck some money in the machine I pulled the thing and a pack of cigarettes came out like oh my god this thing works that's like, this is so cool. I mean that's yeah. where I got my first cigarettes a cigarette machine run into there Same. there was a restaurant that, like, pizza place there was a restaurant yeah, that we used to place. wait and we run in there and get it and run out and like that's so cool my mom would give me money to run down the corner and get her get her some yeah machine take them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh god that's amazing um so i also want to talk i want to talk about gear because as a musician i'm curious what you guys um what you guys play what your preference is what have yeah. you played um so who wants to go first because i love hearing about like what everybody's <laughs> you know likes to do with their gear um well i'm fairly new to the gear scene so i i'm still playing on my first drum set which is not the Craigslist one. I upgraded from that and and got in um, a Tama Imperial Star. Ooh, nice! Nice. And it's been great. I don't feel like I really need to upgrade yet. Or yeah. Anything. Um, I like the way my snare sounds. Is it the, the snare that came with it? Yeah. Is it Tom? Is it Tama or Tama? I've been drumming I my entire Tama. life. Right. So I have no fucking clue. I don't clue. care. What I've heard. Yeah, I've heard people say it both ways. <laughs> I have no idea same. what it is. You know. I think it's Tama. I think it's Tama too. Right. Yeah. yeah I, I have I mean, no idea. No. The the Tamas are really nice. I I really like those. And I think as a the thing that I find interesting about drums is that I think they're a lot different than guitars because mm-hmm. um, guitars with the way like you know the, the bodies are shaped or the semi uh, uh, hollow body semi hollow like like yeah. saw or whatever that really contributes a lot to the, the sound and the, and, the, and the tone of the guitar mm-hmm. but drums it's not the same. It's more about the heads you're putting on it and how mm-hmm. you tune it yourself. And like the sizes, you know, make a difference. So that's one thing I've always, when I, when I talk with other drummers and they talk about, you know, um, the, the, the absurd amount of money they're spending on some of these kits. And it's like, eh, you don't yeah. really need to. It's not the same. If you know how to take care of your instrument, mm-hmm. like put the right heads on it, they're like, you know, it's, mm-hmm. you can get a really good sound out of something right. that, you know, only costs six, 700 bucks. Mm-hmm. That's really yeah. cool. I like that. What symbols do you use? Um, I have a mixture of some Zildjians and Sabians. And um, Carrie's husband, in where we rehearse here, has this really nice custom A that I love the sound of. So I always borrow it for every show because mine doesn't sound like that. But I just haven't <laughs> gotten around to getting one for myself yet. Yeah. So we take that with us to all nice. shows. That's awesome. Now, what kind of sticks do you use? I just need to know. Vic first. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, that's the big thing. I'm a, I'm a Vader guy myself, mm-hmm. but I think, I mean, Vic Firths are amazing. I break sticks constantly. Yeah, so. I was going to say, that's the one autograph piece of, of memorabilia that you have is your autograph sticks. Um, I have two, actually. I have, yeah. Yeah, I, have a, I have a pair of sticks autographed by every member of Living Color. Um, <laughs> yeah, which is like totally, yeah, right. yeah, totally random. Wow. Um, I saw them at a concert, yeah, and they were autographing drumsticks for some reason. So I got the whole band autograph on one set of drumsticks. <laughs> and uh, Frankie Benali from Quiet riot i met him at a uh, like a i think i think it was at horror con a few years ago uh here then i got his drumstick signed well, yeah I'm, that's right it yeah, was at yeah frankie was at horror con right yeah, yeah. and then of course i have like my i have a couple cds signed by nikki six and stuff like that but like uh when he yeah. told you him you loved him yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty pretty yeah. much yeah. 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 yeah pretty much and yeah. this yeah. and this and this and this i was such a <laughs> what kind of bases are you playing well, my first one I, I got was 
a um, it was a jazz Fender bass, and um, I really liked it. I think it was a it's a I actually I switch back and forth, so I I have that. It's really comfortable to play. Yeah. Um, uh, you can really dig in. It has a very different sound from my dream bass that uh, actually my father, who it's funny, like all my life I did everything myself, but he's so supportive of this. Which is <laughs> <laughs> like, things like don't, and it matters. It does matter. But I mean, like I would be struggling. He's at every show. He is at every show. That's yeah, the Big best. Fred. Big Fred. Shout out to Big Fred. I know he's he's loves it so much. But um, he actually surprised me, which is shocking. I can't even. You don't know me and how I grew up, but I mean, it's shocking. So one time, he, I have um, but I have a Rickenbacker. <gasps> and um, it's like so fire cool. glow red. And um, it's funny. It's always been my like dream base. And sometimes I feel like I'm not worthy of her, but she's a fancy bitch. And, um, <laughs> nice. but Wait, do you name her? She, I name all of my instruments. So. I don't I don't know. And I, 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 I she is a female, though, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. Um, always a female. She's a big bitch. Yeah. She's, she's a big, big bitch. <laughs> she's got a huge um, ass. <laughs> yeah, she's got a huge ass. Yeah. Uh, and it's flat wound. And um, she's, it's just that it's so delicate, but not, I don't know. I, it's funny. So now I'm back to, I, I'm I'm crazy, though. It depends on certain songs. No, no, I totally, no, see, I'm glad I you mentioned know. that. It does, it does make a difference. Like, certain songs require, like, different tones and different things. Like, so no, I, I totally respect it. That's awesome. Yeah, when I'm, like, free and I let loose, like, I, I feel I play the best on, it depends on the Rickenbacker, but I can kind of get, I like, the, the Fender can really just, I can just, pound the shit out of that thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she said? Nice. Right? <laughs> I know. It's so dirty. So many dirty references. <laughs> That's why we're here, right? I know. I know. It's That's on right. perfect. That, that fucking rhythm section. And, um, yeah, yeah, I know. And I've lately been playing on Chris, actually. Oh, well, Carrie's husband had just bought us a new bass amp. It's like this orange, like that crush. Like I saw that. that. That's the bass yeah. amp, that orange one? Yes. So I go back and forth. I love that thing. And I'm like, and um, but the amazing, we have this amazing Ampeg stack. So it's weird. Like one bass sounds better. Are, yeah. I don't know. I know. I know. I love it. So, I mean, the sound that comes out of that will vibrate your whole body. Well, yeah, no, there is something yeah, to be said. Like, I'm like, oh. yeah. 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 Like hitting that, hitting that chord, you just oh, like, feel just like the wall. Like open shit. ear. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just, yeah, just one note. Just like yeah. when in doubt, go to E. Oh yeah. Always yeah. <laughs> do. So, so. Now I don't know the first thing about keyboards, so, so you have to yeah. learn. Yes, us. and unlearning myself. So this is very funny because I'm used to playing on pianos and I'm used to like really having weighted keys yeah. and all that stuff. So this has been an adjustment for me. Thank goodness Renee has let me borrow her keyboard. And I've been using that because I love it. Was it was gifted keys to me too by are weighted and there's 88 mm-hmm. keys and it's been fantastic and it's been a great way for me to adjust, but it's heavy and it's huge. Oh right, yeah. So it's like bringing like luggage like with me everywhere yep. that I go. And I can't really, like as, as strong as I am and how much we can move that pool table, it's hard for me to move that keyboard like on the stage and you know, so you guys need, I'm in the You guys need roadies? We're, yes. Yeah, we're come on. Two, two young strapping <laughs> men, we'll come help out for the next gig. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'll, yeah. I'll come help out for the next gig, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm in the process of trying to look and find the right keyboard, but there's certain things that I'm looking for that. So now are most keyboards, you mentioned weighted versus not weighted, so are most keyboard keys like not weighted? Is that a thing? I don't even no, know. No, you can get ones that are weighted. Okay. It's just a matter of finding what's the best. 
yes. Gotcha. You know, yeah, it's you know, not the same. How many sounds thing. I need and what right. I'm looking for, and you know, because piano keys, yeah. like regular piano keys, so normally are weighted, right? Yes. Okay. There's so much out there. Yeah. There is. It's amazing. Yeah. So it's just yeah. trying to find cool. the right thing. Mm. It's exciting. That's awesome. Yeah. It's fun learning too. Like learning all that stuff is great. Like especially like with like with your amps and stuff. Like getting to play around and like all the different settings and knobs and just you know playing you know all EQs at noon. You know. Yeah. <laughs> no. Any mics that you prefer? Is there like a mic does stand it, that you prefer? Yeah. Do you do you do you have the uh, the bandana on the microphone stand? Oh like, god! Uh, like yeah, no. it's not about the mics. It's how many scarves we tie. Yeah, how many yeah. scarves yeah. you have? Right. It's actually the mic cord. Yeah, she's got a mic yeah. cord. Yeah. Thing. Okay. It's a hugger kind of girl. I'm more of a mic cord kind of wrap okay. wrap her around. So, that's the better way. Yeah. To do it. yeah. I, yeah. Bondage. Yeah. There's a reason for that. <laughs> safety <laughs> safe word yeah what's the safe word <laughs> apples 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 yeah apples. yeah so um i so i love my guitar oops <laughs> the fender stratocaster but i also just um discovered pedals yeah. like, i know we were talking about that before months, oh, so i had no no idea like yeah. how <laughs> It's a whole new world. Like, this is like a whole new world. There's so many. Like, so now I want to sleep with my pedals. <laughs> I have my little case. And there he is, a bigger bird. But now I have like, I'm up to like five or six. I don't even know. So there's like the tremolo, the metal, yep. the overdrive, the delay. It's like a whole new world. And so I'm just, you know, now I'm just practicing. I'm like, oh, you're trying to, I gotta like go to the overdrive. Yeah. You know, like, and now yeah. I'm like, fancy footwork. It is like, thank goodness yeah. I took tap lessons. I was like trying yeah, right? to figure it out, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed. And now I like, ha- I feel like I've, I haven't scratched the surface of pedal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Like, I want to yeah, go no. and like yeah. try them all. Want, that's yeah. one thing we, that we yeah. didn't learn at like, yeah. Us. Yeah. You gotta do the pedals. So yeah, I've seen some people get up on stage and their pedal board's like the size of this table. Yeah. You yeah. know, and then you gotta walk to get to the pedals yeah, you know like totally, totally. So now that is I have awesome my little pedal board uh, yeah it's awesome so when is the next time yeah. we get to see you guys play yeah so, so what's um, where are you guys playing what's coming up uh we have well november the 22nd the tally fest at asbury um, park yacht yeah, club maria's that? can talk yeah. more yeah. about yacht club Ooh, do tell um november 22nd at yacht club it's uh the first night of um the yacht club show they're doing um like it's a three-night festival and the first night I think is at Langosta, second night's at Yacht Club, and then there's cool. a Saint show. So we're playing um, with a couple people on that lineup. Um, are, do you know Ella Ross? The name sounds familiar. From Asbury, she yeah. um, hooked us up with that. So she'll be on that lineup um, with some other people playing at um, Langosta at the same time. I just can't name all of them right now. If you want me to, I can look it up. That's fine. It's like, we just want to when you guys are there, yeah. so we don't want to show up. Yeah. 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 Um, so I think we're playing at 10, between 10 and 10.30. Can't wait. <laughs> now, are we going to get to hear some new songs? Oh, yeah. We'll play, we'll play yeah. all three of them. Yeah. So you, got, so you have three three new songs, right? One on deck. For originals. Yes. Yeah, when you guys played, um, when you when I, when I saw you play at House of Independence, you're like, we're going to play an original. <laughs> it's called MILF. I was like, come on. I was like, that's <laughs> this is perfect. This is yeah. too perfect. And that's an excellent song. So Thank I'm you. very excited yeah. to hear the, the next we'll two or three. We'll that too. Yeah, yeah. that's going to yeah. be great. At Lake House, say, I do you have an album yeah. that's out? Do you have one that's coming out? We're going into recordings. We're yes. working on, okay. on those yeah. details. Yeah. No, yeah. will be the first one. We did band <laughs> 101. Now we're doing recording 101. Yes. <laughs> yes. We're learning. Okay. We're getting there. Babies. Yes. We're getting there. Oh, so much fun. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. So. so do we get to hear you guys?
guys play tonight? Mm-hmm. Is that a possibility? I mean, is it, well, I mean, is it too late? Is it soundproofed in there? Is that? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah it's about ten o'clock. Loves yeah. it, so I open the windows. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, oh, I yeah. mean, you're you're far yeah. enough off the road where it's yeah, pretty, oh it's yeah, fun. yeah, yeah. You're good. Usually yeah. they don't mind at the cemetery. It's yeah, it's yeah, quiet. yeah, they don't mind. Yeah. Pretty quiet. If anything, yeah. they enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. but you gotta it. look up <laughs> the dancing Jesus. Have you guys never done no. that? No. What? Is, yeah, well, you mentioned it before. Yeah. What, what is, is this? Dancing Jesus. Well, it's um, so it's the neighbor Mount Olive. What is it? Mount Olive Cemetery. But um, well, Vince Lombardi's buried close to me. So really, the Vince Lombardi. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. So um. And I feel like I'm like the closest person to him at all times. It's really weird. <laughs> but um, but there's a dancing Jesus statue. And so the story goes, you, you drive up in the it. dark Did and you, you do blink it? your lights. What? And then you shut your lights off. And, you know, it looks like the, the Jesus statue is dancing. So it gives you the. That's it's in so weird so New Jersey. Oh, yeah, I did it. Oh, man. I did it too. Oh, oh man. yeah, it does. It just, you know, just by Let's the lights. It. And it look, it kind of. You're supposed you to go at midnight. Look. Okay. You're supposed to flash your high beams. Six times okay. and stare at the Jesus. And it was I had gone and done <laughs> yes. this with a friend of mine. It's in weird New Jersey. You can look it up. It's like yeah. it's like a and I'm sure Ter- Carrie could tell you there's like people get their car stuck. Oh shit. yeah, like I went no. to exit. <laughs> And I was driving. I it's thought like, it was, it was an exit, things. and we actually went off the embankment. Of the oh, oh no! Oh so no! The car like was teetering. Next thing you know, we're holding up traffic. The police comes. This guy's oh, putting out flares. This drunk guy is putting out flares. I'm like, you should be going home. And we're like, we're just like, we live right there. You guys got to do it. I think Jesus statue of kids. You know. Oh my god. That's incredible. I feel like we were jinxed. Like, it, you know. Yeah. It was like, there was something going on. There's some weird there. shit in New Jersey, yeah. man. Yeah. You, you, gotta go, you gotta go do it. Yeah. Funny. I mean, it's like a bus. Yeah. 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 Because it is raining out tonight. Like, haunted. The most haunted road is right here, too. Yeah. I'm like, Jesus. Swing by. Swing by. I'm just, when you said dancing Jesus before, I was just picturing, like, the buddy Christ from Dog. You know? Yeah, exactly. So I don't know, are we going to be able to get to attempt to record the performance as well? Is that possible? We're going to give it a shot. Awesome. Yeah, let's give it a shot. So like, this will be like the official break. Yeah, bathroom break. We all had a few drinks. Potty break. Yeah, yeah, potty break. Break. yeah, potty break, cigarette break, whatever you guys no, need. Yeah, uh, no don't don't you threaten me with your time. Yeah, you know who you're talking to, so <laughs> I will do a That's shot. Not beverage. Yeah. Oh, That's our beverage. beverage. Yeah. Let's do a shot. Right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yay. Thank you. Yay.